your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, a private member's bill will be brought before the Dáil today that aims to close the gap in family law to ensure all children born to same-sex female couples are treated equally under the law. So is this enough or do we still have a long way to go before achieving quality, uh, equality for LGBT? Q plus families. I'm joined now by Labour Party Senator Annie Hoy and in the studio Lisa Daly who's the chair of Limerick Pride and uh, well known uh, to us here on the Limerick Today show. Good morning to both of you. So Annie tell us about this bill um, private members as it's known and uh, what the purpose of it is in a bit more detail please. So, you know, as we know, the marriage equality referendum was about more than just the right to marry. It was about LGBTQ plus people and their relationships being treated equally by the state. But unfortunately, as you said, the majority of children born into LGBTQ families, uh, same sex uh, women very often are still prevented from having a legal parent child relationship. Um, so the bill that we have before the doll today would change this and allow for children and their parents to be seen, you know, equal and properly in the eyes of the law. So it would address the gaps in current legislation um, for children born to a known donor pre-2020 and children born or conceived outside of the state. So it's a simple, it's it's a tweak basically to the legislation to just facilitate. Um, and, and there are hundreds and thousands of, of, of happy families who love and care and raise their children as families right now in Ireland but only one parent is legally recognised as the parent. And as I'm sure you can imagine, or your listeners can imagine, that's very stressful. You know, if you're living in a family situation, you love your child, you raise your child, and you have this fear in the back of your mind that if something happens, that one of the parents aren't legally recognised, what does that mean for your children? Um, and and you live as families in every other way. And we had these gorgeous celebrations in, in 2015, celebrating marriage equality. And yet we still have... A lot of families for whom that equality has not yet been realised. Mm. Is this entirely unconnected to referendums coming up in March? Entirely, yeah. They are of a, a different. This is this is. Um, the, I mean, there's the family one and and what that's going to look like. But this is very specifically in relation to. Um, same-sex couples and those parental rights um, in relation to birth certificates. So clearly when you bring legislation like this that is sensitive in private members' time, you need to have done an awful lot of background work and involved other organisations in it. And you've done that, haven't you? Yes. So Equality for Children is the organisation that's very much was set up on this basis. Um, We've um, Irish Gay Dads, you've got LGBT Ireland, and we've spoken to an unbelievable amount of uh, people for whom this affects or for whom are planning their family um, are looking to the future and are so worried about what that might mean and the implication of 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 the current legislation as it currently stands where one of them will not be the recognized parent um so we uh, and Joe, we have a story you know of a woman who's going to uh, she's due to give birth this monday it'll be their third child uh, they've been in a very loving, committed marriage and relationship for a long time. And this will be the third child that they, you know, that, that won't be registered um, to both parents. 
Yeah. Which, and and, and you know, it is interesting, isn't it? You know, I mean, a lot of kids will come home from school and talk about friends of theirs and their mums, you know, to take an example. So from a children's perspective, and this maybe is always the way it's been to some extent, uh, you know, it seems every day and humdrum, but there is this gap in the law that can uh, create a difference between the two mums. Yes, you know, and, and you, as you said, if you think about it, these are, and, and I often think, these are just very normal families doing very normal things. Their kids are coming home, they're cooking dinner, they're taking them on trips, they're, you know, kissing their boo-boos and pulling them to bed and all of these things. And yet, uh, in the eyes of the law, only one parent is recognised. Um, and I, ca- I don't, I can't imagine what that's like to live in that fear that if something were to happen to your partner, your your beloved and the other parent of your children that you may find yourself in this legal quango where you are not legally responsible for your own children that you've been raising. That's 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 the main thing that has come out for me. Uh, I've been really struck by that, the real fear. And I've seen the fear on people's faces where they're like, what if something happens? What if something happens? And our whole lives not only fall apart because my partner, something happens to them, but I'm not recognised as the parent of the children that I love and carry you know and very often sometimes people will do reciprocal ivf which means um actually biologically the children you know are are you know it's it's reciprocal using the egg of one partner and the other person carries it so they're biologically related but not in the eyes of the law legally they're not so it's 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 this is you know we i don't believe this is what people voted for you know, yes. when we had our gorgeous 2015 dancing on the street celebrations, we voted because we wanted equality for everyone, not just in marriage, but in their families. Right. We're chatting to Labour Party Senator Annie Hoy and Labour are bringing this uh, private member's bill before the doll today. As I mentioned, Lisa Daly, who's chairperson of Limerick Pride, is with me as well in the studio. And good morning to you. So okay, can you give us some real world examples then of how important this could be from your perspective? Um, It's extremely important as you heard there when the voting was done for a marriage referendum and it can be very frustrating even as much as we love the fact of our country doing what we've done that people believe that oh, you have equality, um, where it's complete opposite. It's not at all like that. Um, There you have to fit a criteria right now in the law. Um, myself being a lesbian mother, I would not fit in the criteria in law. So legally, I'm the only parent to my daughter. Um, so it would be personal for me even right now. So there is that fear and you do worry about it. What happens if something happens to me um, when you're even unwell or you're, you know, anything like that? You do have to stress um, even behind the scenes, handwriting, like your own hand right now, having it witnessed, typing things up just to kind of reassure, try to, to protect my daughter. But at the same time, if something happened in the morning to myself, she's not legally protected. And my partners, every bit, were together 13 years and friends 19. So she's every bit my child's mother. You know, um, I don't, they're, the only difference is I carried her. So there's my own personal story to this. Um, and there is many families around our country, the very same as myself. Um, it's basically if you say, for instance, like you're having a child, a one night stand would have more legal right to someone without even knowing like the person or even if they didn't even want to have the rights, they can make it complicating. 
But yet, uh, you have to fit in a criteria. These people aren't asked, uh, without sounding rude, how did you conceive your child if you're heterosexual? How did you conceive your child? What, like, where did you conceive your child? They're not being asked them questions. We are. And we're being scrutinised for them. And you have to fit in a certain criteria of literally you can only have like could do all this with the Irish clinics like this is so outdated because well before the marriage referendum I had even known of lesbian mothers who had kids together Right and just go back one step so what do you mean when you talk about the Irish clinics? So for instance as a lesbian woman um, if you'd be married or anything you went and used an Irish clinic to have your child then that child would be recognised by law um, but you have to remember years ago there was people, a lot of couples would have went abroad for IVF or anything, you know, IUI, anything like that. They would have went abroad or used it at home. Um, it wasn't something that and we could And is that where on. the gap in the law is? Yes, um, there is a gap in, there's a gap in many things when it comes legally with the kids. Um, like it depends, as I said, like that, a criteria. So I'm a lesbian woman, so... I would fit in a certain criteria if me and my partner had used an Irish clinic and we were married. We're not married, so why would why does that make a difference when we have been together 13 years, we know each other 19 years, and yet there's no legal connection where uh, someone could have had a one-night stand and pop back into that child's life in nine months' time and they have a legal right to that child. Right. Uh, Karen Keehan is a, a Limerick mum and yeah. is among one of the first same-sex couples in the country to be a legal co-parent mm-hmm. after registering the birth of her twins and she's uh, with us as well. Good morning, Karen. Morning, Joe. How are you? So just explain uh, the background um, to your story. Yeah, so listen, I'm one of those um, um, women of of gay relationships that have kind of snuck into the parameters of the legislation uh, because we we fit it in because we used an Irish clinic, because uh, the births were were after 2020 with the twins. But we also had an older son uh, prior to 2020. And for the first 18 months of his life, because my wife gave birth to him, uh, for the first 18 months of his life, I was a legal stranger. Um, we were waiting for two parts of the Children and Families Relationship Act to be to be enacted, um, and then I had to go to the court in July 2020 um, to look for a declaration of parentage, which meant we could change his birth cert, and I could go on his birth cert as uh, his other parents. My wife is registered as his mother, and I'm his other parent, and that 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 protects me, protects him uh, for future things, simple things like medical appointments, Joe, for. Um, you know, in case something was to happen, any one of us. Um, hello? Yes. Sorry, I thought I lost you. Yeah, so simple things, Joe, um, which for the first 18 months of his life, as I said, I was a legal stranger. And I couldn't believe the sense of relief that day when I walked out of the court with a piece of paper in my hand that gave me the right to, to, to be his parent. I didn't realise, actually, because I was in such a loving and committed relationship, we were married a number of years, um, it was actually the sense of relief was immense when I walked out with that. You know, this is, this is a huge thing for, for parents. And, and uh, Lisa told you some of her story there. Um, there's a, an amount of parents around the country that just do not fit into the parameters of the Act. So today's vote is a really, really important vote as well. For us, the parameters changed then. Uh, for when, we, when we, Our second and third child, the twins, were born in 2021. And because the, the Act had been enacted in 2020 that time, we didn't have to go back into court. I didn't have to go back into court. I was automatically assumed as their parent 
and we could register their births. Um, and yeah, the twins were the, went, along with another set of twins in Cork, were the first in the country to have both their parents recognised uh, from birth. Right. Um, and Labour Party Senator Annie Hoy, I mean, it's clear from the discussion that we've had that there has been progress over time in this area, but this is about some of the gaps. Isn't, isn't that right? Just for those people who wouldn't be following him as closely as uh, you and our other guests this morning. Yeah, and like this is this is what legislators do. You, you know, let laws made and then you find a gap and you fix it. You know, that's that's, you know, and, and you know, sometimes, unfortunately, these gaps can be quite painful for individuals. And this one very directly affects families. You know, the government have said that they are going to kick it to touch. Uh, they're going to put a nine month stay on it, which I thought well, the nine months was a little on the nose. Um, but that they're hoping to look at the assisted human reproductive bill and see could some amendments go in there. So it, it, it's not, you know, we obviously are encouraging people to contact your local TDs uh, in Limerick and ask them to support our bill tonight because we think this is time sensitive and we'd like to get it done. And we've done a huge amount of work on it, you know, as you've said, with, with families, with those directly affected, with organisations. It's a it's a decent piece of legislation. It's it's short, it's quick and it does exactly what it says in the time. What's the story with two dad families? Literally, they have so, no rights. <laughs> Being honest. Yeah. yeah, that is literally what is happening. Um, as a lesbian like woman, you have a little bit of leeway, as you heard with Karen's own story herself, the difference when she had her first child to the twins, you know. But with gay men, they have absolutely no rights at the moment and you know it's and, and this legislation won't solve that problem no not not right now um we need to really it's a step forward in our but there's a fight along the road ahead of us and i'll be honest as one of those parents it is frustrating really frustrating when we constantly get pushed back the times the times and we have to be thankful for the ones that are actually frontline in this to fight for it um but the time consuming, like I'm literally watching my child myself grow up into now a little girl, you know, um, and before I know it, she'll be a teenager. Do you know, it happens so fast. Everyone has kids know that. Right. And was it, uh, Senator Annie Hoey, just too complicated to try and look at that as well in this private member's bill? But those are, there's, you know, adoption laws and different mm-hmm. regulations there that involve that. Um, you know, and this is, this is... The well, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that because um, actually a, a listener asked the question, why can't the parent just adopt the child? Uh, and that's a different piece of legislation and the parent could go down that route. Um, we, you know, we don't... I'm struck when people say, you know, we don't say we we shouldn't have to do workarounds for law. We should have law that works, is my opinion. You know, we 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 have a tendency in Ireland to kind of we find ways around things and we kind of tweak things and stuff like that. But we should have law that works and decent law. And I believe that when people voted for marriage equality, they voted for family equality. That was a huge mm-hmm. part of that. Um. So I well, we can wax lyrical about it. An adoption requires, you know. Um, seeding 
of uh, parental rights from a different parent. You know, the, the it's adoption in Ireland is is a complicated process. Actually, I have to be very honest with you, um, and I don't think that's the right way that we solve something when we can solve it through the lo- legislation that we put forward, which would mm. deal with the anomaly in the law. No, you know, no, not. It, it's very important to point out one thing here. Right, this is a private member's bill. Labour are in opposition. So, what's going to happen to it? Well, as I said, the government are going to put a stay on it for nine months to look to read it again in nine months time. Um, but I think as you and I and anyone on the street knows, we'll be into a general election uh, either side of those nine months. So we're hoping to get some of the, see, could we get some of this dealt with in the Assisted Human Reproductive Bill, which is um, making its way through the Health Committee at the moment. Um, and there's soundings on that that it could be looked at. But obviously, if we've written a piece of legislation that just does this, very frustrating then when government are like mm, we we'll, might look at it at another point that's right. really disappointing for so, so what you, you know, what you are doing with this in essence which you know oppositions do is applying pressure on the government yeah and what we're hoping you know and if they say that they'll deal with it in another bill then you know that to us is a, a, a close win but obviously we would just like for them just to put the legislation through as it's been written. <laughs> that would, to me, to make a lot more sense and save a lot of paperwork. But anyway, okay, that's what we need people to email their TDs for. All right. Well, listen, you've made that point uh, this morning and thank you very much for joining us. It's a very interesting debate and, you know, increasingly relevant uh, in our society when we talk about the makeup of families and how that has changed over the years and decades. Um, thank you to Labour Party Senator Annie Hoy, Lisa Daly, who's chair of Limerick Pride and Limerick mum, Karen Keehan. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.